You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pirate Radio. We are refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> Welcome back, friends, to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. Joining me for this podcast, we have MC Brooks, as always, and we also have Mr. James Rambo in the co-pilot seat of this wonderful ship we call the Great Geek Refuge. We're jumping right into this, guys, because I got to say, of the What If episodes that have come out, because now we're on episode four, this isn't my favorite one. But I think this was the best one about about Doctor Strange. Um, and it was titled, What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hands? And it was a really goddamn good episode. I want to give you guys a chance to, to delve into this first instead of letting me do it as we normally do. So Rambo, why don't you go ahead and kick us off and give me your thoughts on this, um, whether they be, yes, Mike, I agree, or here's why you're wrong. <laughs> no, I I was really impressed with it. Um, I think I I still have the same sort of standard construction problems I have with the, with the show, which just means like definitively they're not going to go away. I need to just accept them. Um, which okay, I can do that. It is a huge disappointment that Disney is not willing to put in the money and time that people need to make these things the best they can be. But it is what it is. Um, this is a really impressively executed um, episode for a number of reasons, not the least of which was they are definitively mo- uh, moved on away from the we're just going to take a movie and recap the entire thing with a couple characters swapped. Um, this feels like much more of an original idea. Uh, there are like the pacing was much better, um, which is hysterical because considering it takes place over you know, multiple centuries. I've seen somebody refer to it as like thousands of years, but um, he the, the the specific time given, as specific as it is, is multiple centuries. So let's say at least five to 600 years. Um, 
is paced really well. Uh, it moves the steady clip and, and keeps you engaged without it being just like, here's all this information, we're gonna keep flying by. Um, it is also incredibly dark and like a proper tragedy, uh, which was a, a big surprise. Um, and honestly, uh, I will be surprised if this is not, I mean, like this is going to, this gives us a great idea of what multiverse of madness is going to look like and how it's mm -hmm. going to function. Um, and the kind of story we can expect. Um, and I would be surprised if we don't get some version or some exploration of not just some of the what if episodes, but specifically like the dark strange, um, like if he doesn't make an appearance somewhere, I would be surprised even as a, a cameo. Um, yeah. I thought the performances were all really good. Um, I was, um, pleased with a lot of the character design in particular, like the way they, um, they showed off a lot. Like this was, this was also clearly like them giving the concept designers, uh, sort of open, you know, like carte blanche to, to do whatever they like in terms of like monsters and shit. Mm -hmm. Um, and for anybody who knows me, I love a lawn gnome. And so for the first <laughs> creature he absorbs to be that fat little fucker, uh, I was thoroughly entertained. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then you get that, that showcase of like, after he absorbs, uh, you know, like good strange, um, the full on mutation into the creature that like showcase, I mean, it's, it's a very on the nose metaphor of like, this is the monster you have become in order to save all these people. Da, da, da. Um, it had a very uh, Mr. Freeze feel to it, which I thought was great um, of, you know, you become a mon you, you become the kind of man that, that, that the woman you love would never love yeah. in an effort to try and save her. Um, yeah, no, I was I was super pleased with the cross board. Yeah, Mr. Brooks. Yeah, no, I, I co-signed everything uh, Rambo said. I also think this is the the best episode we've gotten uh, so far. Even though like I've I've liked every episode, but this one is different because it 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 legitimately kind of did feel like an alternate universe. Like it, it felt like, oh no, shit really went left. You know, like it, like the, the the previous episodes really like, you know, like Rambo mentioned was just, you know, swap a couple of characters out. Like, yeah, things happen differently, but like not not too different. And this was this is the first one that really feels like, oh, no, like shit is completely left. And having just what having just seen like Doctor Strange in his complete entirety uh, for the first time and then like comparing it with this episode, like. It, it really just kind of in, really enhanced uh, the episode and the character and like kind of really does make me excited for what could potentially happen in something like Multiverse of, of Madness. Because I think it's very possible that like Dark Strange um, or are they calling him like Strange Supreme or something? I think is what they call him. Um, but very, very good chance that he could end up showing up in Multiverse of Madness, even in just a cameo, since it was established before would have premiered that, you know, there's a chance that literally anybody that we see in any of these episodes could potentially be brought to to, to the live action. They could yeah. cameo. They could show up in some form. And, you know, that that, you know, only increases my theories about 
you know, the uh, the Spider Man trailer, <laughs> and and who ex- who exactly who exactly is uh, is is there. Um, but no, I, I, I overall I, I really enjoyed the the episode. Um, the voice work was good. Um, there that was were, Cumberbatch, was... right? Yeah, yeah, that was him. Yeah, I thought it was. I was just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the, the... I think this is one of the episodes where like the majority of, if not all of the the MCU cast came back for the yeah. um, the voices. Mm-hmm. Even because uh, they even brought back. Um... Uh, who's the reporter that Tony sleeps with? And like, uh, I can't remember her name, but Leslie Bibb is the actor. Yeah, she, she even came back and did the news report when they were announcing that um, uh, Christina died. Oh no, joke. Yeah. For uh, yeah, so, um, but ultimately, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. Is I mean, the 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 fight, the strange, the, the the strange fight was was awesome. The cape fight <laughs> was awesome. Yeah. Um, and like, I just I I kind of like that it ended the way it did. Like, even though it's like really fucking sad <laughs> at the end. Um, but but, I kinda, it needed, I, but it needed to be. Yeah. Like I and and, and that's why I like it because I, I I don't I don't need every every episode of this or with anything to just always have like the happy ending where everything just kind of works out. Like sometimes it just needs to be, you know, it needs to be the what, what happened in this, which is that he kept he kept deviating to, um, you know, he kept getting worse, and ultimately became the 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 monster that we saw at the at the very end. It was the perfect distillation of a, a story that we've all seen before. You have good intent but the like you want to do a good thing but the steps that you take to do them are bad and horribly wrong um Mm -hmm. if you were going to compare him to any character dr strange is anakin skywalker he wants a good thing but is willing to do anything to do it including kill and destroy the world basically that was that that's the vibe that I got from this. In the end, he tried to save the thing that he loved the most and it ended up killing him. It ended up, ended up turning him into a monster. And I really loved this story and the and the message that it that it shared. But more importantly, boy did it showcase how fucking wrong everybody is about Doctor Strange in the sense of, oh, this is really <laughs> out of character for Doctor Strange, because he doesn't have an ego and he's a sorcerer supreme. No, yeah. he he was a sorcerer supreme because he needed to be a sorcerer supreme because uh, the, the fucking ancient one knew that she was going to die. Yep. So ultimately, somebody had to become the sorcerer supreme. And like he's learning on the job and hopefully he doesn't fuck everything up is basically what this is, is, is going to be part of the lesson here is yeah. he's a fallible character. And honestly, that's what makes it more fucking interesting. And we saw that he is ego driven to a fanatical point, like not being able to let go of the death of Christine shows that one, he is incredibly arrogant I can find a way to fix this. There's a way to fix this. No, the laws of time and the laws of the universe say no. Fuck that. I'm going to learn everything that I possibly can to save her. Potentially destroy the universe? Yeah, sure. Why the hell not? Because I'm a selfish prick. That's who he is. That's who Tony Stark is. Ultimately, if you really want to break it down, they're selfish assholes who only see the things that they want. 
And then when it blows up in their face, like, I don't know, Ultron's a perfect example uh, for Tony Stark. It's all about their own hubris. It's all about their own pride getting in the way. And like, this was an excellent example of that. And it just shows you, like you said, that there could be some blowback with um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, we could see something, and that's part of the reason what caused this. Or just the fact that he is an arrogant prick. That's who he is in any universe, you know? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. we even saw that in Infinity War and uh, Endgame when him and Stark are going back and forth sniping at each other. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. you're on a fucking spaceship and shit's about to go raw, dude. Maybe you guys should, like, like put down your, your bows and arrows and help each other instead of calling each other douchebags and things like that, for fuck's sake. Like... But that's who they are. That's what makes them interesting. It's the same thing. And like, man, boy, did the fucking T'Challa episode make Peter Quill look like a dick. And like people love dunking on him right now. But like, that's what makes that character interesting is that he's a flawed human being. And human beings, if perfect, are not interesting. That's the biggest That's the biggest character jab that people have at Superman. Well, he's perfect. He's impossible to, to like because he's so perfect. But... That also just shows that you're not listening to the character. They're not paying attention to what's actually going on with this character. Same thing with these guys. Oh, well, that's out of Strange's, uh, that's just out of his personality type. Is it though? Like, right. have you read any of his stuff? Have you watched any of these fucking movies? Because that that is who this guy is. Like, now you've given him mystic powers? Fuck, now he's really gonna be arrogant. Like, Absolutely. You thought, was, you thought it was bad before? Holy shit, it's about to get a not, lot worse. Not to mention, you're just coming off of saving the fucking universe from yeah. Thanos. Yeah. Your ego is going to be on a hundred thousand trillion at that point. Right? Yeah. Like he's good. Like to, to <laughs> quote, to use an MC Brooks quote, man, he's, he's going to have the juice for sure. Yeah. Like he's just going to be like, he's going to walk up to Christine and be like, Hey, uh, I just saved the universe. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. So am I forgiven? <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd like to show you something strange. <laughs> oh, Let me see. show you my pendant of Agamotto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's... I can't wait to see what this does, but... Yeah. but I, man, like, here, uh, the quick aside, and, and then we'll, we'll keep talking about Doctor Strange. Um, I loved that Doctor Strange acknowledged the Watcher because nobody else has been able to do that, but that just shows how powerful Doctor Strange yeah. was in his state. Yeah. And, and that's they, the only they, time I think it's acceptable. Yeah, I was actually just about to mention him, too, because um, people, you know, who like do like the breakdowns of these videos have pointed out that there are certain sequences that like when the watcher is, is speaking. And if you look at Dr. Strange's eyes in the scenes where the like um, the watcher is like speaking about not being able to interfere, that he like Strange looks off as if he can hear that someone is speaking, but he's yeah. unsure where exactly it's coming from. Yeah, there's a yeah, the the. There's at least two instances. Well, there's there's one instance in, definitely before he does finally like confront him at the end. Um, yeah, it's when he's when he's uh, uh, training and absorbing all the different creatures. The Watcher has a couple lines, and in the end, and Steve just stops. He goes, "Somebody here?" Like he yep. yeah he he knows something someone's around, um, but he can't quite put it. Yeah, and the fact that it's like yeah no that's how fucking powerful he's getting is mm -hmm. he's. He's able to to see past like the the uh, um, cosmic forces that the that Watu can use to keep himself hidden. Um, this is also almost certainly set up for Fantastic Four in a very broad sense. Um, oh, please explain. 
So Uatu, like the Watcher shows up. Um, I don't know if it's his first appearance, but he shows up when Galactus is coming to uh, to to fucking eat the Earth. And his his breakdown. He's like, look. I am I am Watu the Watcher. I am from a, a a race of beings who are who 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 are watchers who who observe the known galaxies and such. Uh, and all we do we 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 take note of things. We're not supposed to interfere interfere at all. And that's what he says to Strange. He's like, I can't do anything to help you. And in doing so, the that universe dies. Um. But he, but in that Fantastic Four story, he breaks his his oath, and mm. it's like this is this is too much. I I I can do something. I need to do something. Something is coming that is going to destroy your planet. And he steps in, and that's that's like a major turning point. Is like that is how like the Fantastic Four are able to prep and like grab everybody they possibly can and help them fight Galactus. Um. So this, I think, is is definitely set up for. It, it, I think it's 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 way down the line. It's long term stuff. But the watcher finally being like, "All right, I have all this power. Why am I only watching things? I should stay out of it for the most part. But th if there are times when there are circumstances um, beyond everyone's control, maybe I should step in." Yeah. And and someone also pointed out that in this episode too that it's the first time that we we see more of him beyond of him just the silhouette of him just watching from afar. Mm -hmm. Yep, he's he's becoming more of a three dimensional character and he's being pulled further and further into the story. I'm just yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying this and I'm glad that they keep getting better and better. Also. Did you notice that the most powerful being was the one that sucked Peggy Carter into the, uh, like, into the yeah. alternate sessions? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of cool. Kind of a neat, like, consistency thing. It's like, oh, yeah, this thing's powerful as fuck everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, there there is an overarching story to this season um, that apparently is going to start coming together sometime soon. Um, no but there's shit. Yeah, there's apparently some overarching thing. Uh, I want to say... Um, I don't re I don't remember who said it. It might have been Jeffrey Wright is the one playing the Watcher, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it might have been Jeffrey Wright, but it could be someone else. But they said it very recently that there, there is an overarching story arc to this to this season that, you know, right now with stuff that's seeming like it's often isolated is like is not. And perhaps this could explain like, again, we know Chadwick Boseman is in other episodes, so Perhaps uh, when we get to one of the later episodes, maybe it's his T'Challa, and maybe Captain yeah. Carter. In fact, we we know Captain Carter is showing, is showing up again from the trailer, because I want to say Captain Carter is supposed to be in the Ultron episode, um, which is the the oh, last shit. episode of the season. We're gonna get fucking multiverse Avengers. Yes, yes. Oh, that's fucking dope. I'm excited as shit. That's um, <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited because I really do think, because um, because uh, we've been getting we're getting closer and closer to kind of where the modern MCU timeline is. So I'm I'm going to be curious to see if that's kind of when we start to see um, the whatever this overarching story is like really start to come together. Hey, so 
overall, everybody f loved this. Again, the same gripes that you have as far as the animation goes, Rambo, like across the board. And like, I didn't notice it. And honestly, I probably need to give it a second watch because like I'm still, I need to write my review for it because I haven't even like put like pen to paper on that one at all. So I need to do something <laughs> about a, that. It's a bit better and there's, and because there's less overall action scenes, um, you, they, 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 it, it's a similar thing that happened in the third episode because there's the, the, the action is a little more infrequent. You, they had more time to devote to making the animation a little tighter in places, um, uh, on the, on the more kind of talking head stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not as prevalent, but it's, it's the same kind of problems that we're going to keep running into. Gotcha. So it's still there. Yeah. It's just not as bad. Okay. Um, Let's talk about, um, I think what we'll do is we'll end up say, like, yeah, we might as well tie it in. Uh, let's talk about Doctor Strange, because we, we only have a couple minutes left here, and then we're going to wrap up. Because yeah. um, what we'll do is we'll split our MCU rewatch into two. Uh, this one, it's a perfect tie-in, because we just had this what-if episode of Doctor Strange. And MC, you watched Doctor Strange. I know I did, Rambo. I know that you've seen it as well. Um, let's talk about our rewatch of this. Every time I rewatch this movie, I enjoy it more. The first time I was just kind of like, all right, it was good enough. Like, I still think Benedict Cumberbatch ruined Star Trek and fuck him for that. Um, or at least he was involved in the ruining of Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Like, I'm not one of those guys. Like, I just didn't like <laughs> Into Darkness. Um, but like, there was there was a certain amount that I didn't like him. I just thought he was smug as an actor. I was like, I just don't like this guy at all. But the more and more I see him in stuff, the more I like him. And this movie was no different. He plays a prick really, really well. And like, it's, I, I enjoyed this movie because I think any of us, if we had the thing that made us unique, the thing that made us what we are, if it was taken from us, we would all kind of panic in a certain degree. Um, but seeing that you're destined for greatness, that you're, you're destined for more, and in a much grander scale um, was super interesting. My only gripe with this movie across the board, first off, the visuals were so good. I really enjoyed the way that the universe folds in on itself and flips and turns. And it's like yeah. a fucking, fucking like a, uh, like a 52 dimensional Rubik's cube. Um, it was just super fun. I really enjoyed that. The only thing I didn't like is I feel like they wasted a really good villain and not so much a villain that they wasted a really good actor. Mads Mikkelsen didn't really do anything in this movie other than look weird because he had that weird shit going on with his eyes. And he was like, but if we can live forever. And you were like, okay, cool. And that was it. Like, this could have been cooler, I think. Um, yeah. And he's such a good actor. And honestly, if you were gonna fan cast uh, Victor Von Doom, goddamn Mads Mikkelsen. Fucking kill it. Yes, exactly. Absolutely destroy that role. Yes. Those are my only gripes, is that I feel like he was wasted. Um, overall, I like Strange. Uh, fucking Wong, I feel like, is like the hero of the of, of everything. I love Wong. Um, I really need to see Shang-Chi, too, because like I hear that he's in that as well. He um, is in that. He is. He's doing some, some big shit in that yeah. movie. Yes, I'm, he is. So you <laughs> two have seen Shang-Chi. Okay. I, I haven't I seen it in its entirety. I haven't seen it in its entirety, but I... I I I I think I know what it is. Uh, part or at least it's hinted it's hinted at it because of uh uh I, well I won't I won't say but yeah okay but yeah I'm I'm super excited about uh, what we potentially could get here um 
with all of this. I think it's it's going to be really good. I love what we're getting with Doctor Strange in the sense that like this guy's going to be a really important character going forward for the MCU. And I think that they have the right actor because I remember reading stories that like he just like walked into a comic book shop and was just like in Doctor Strange garb and was like, yeah, give me all your shit on Doctor Strange. And they were like, holy shit, you're Benedict Cumberbatch. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's great. Thank you. Yeah, and I'll sign some pictures. But fuck, I need to research. Like, can you give me some comic books, please? Like, I love that. I love that this dude wants to do right by this character. Like, whether I like him as an actor or not, like, at least he wants to be authentic. And that's not a bad thing. Um, Yeah. And uh, Rambo, like, what's your take on, the uh, one, the movie, but two, like, were you ever, like, a comic book like Doctor Strange fan? Like, did you ever read any of his stuff? Were you like into this character at all? Um, he was always one of those characters that was sort of on the periphery. And for the longest time, um, I was someone who just couldn't afford to read a lot of stuff. So I would keep track of things through Wizard Magazine. Um, nice. And Doctor Strange was never a character that was super heavily featured. Um, in in a lot of the time that I was reading comics, um, but in the last couple of years, I've definitely got a lot more interested in him. Um, it's yeah, he's he's one of those sort of like staple, like crazy powerful guys that you can always kind of keep in your back pocket of you know like if someone knows you know who Doctor Strange was or, or who, what or what the Super Sword Supreme was, you would kind of have a, 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 a like a shorthand of like oh this is somebody who actually you know is a little more more than ca- a casual reader of comics. Um, but uh, but no, I, I was really pleased with the movie. I think it gets a little too silly in places. Like some of the humor, um, it's not bad. It's not like out of place, but it definitely falls in a couple a couple spots that I um, thought could have been a little more serious. Um, but like, you know, minor fucking gripe. Um, I absolutely agree with you in terms of wasting Mads Mikkelsen. Like, that actor is not someone that you bring in for a, like, no-name, one-off villain. Um, he is somebody who... Uh, I mean, and I, 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 unfortunately, I think this kind of goes for the MCU overall, is there are a lot of great actors that have kind of been wasted. Um, yeah, Ham Eccleston is another great example. Uh, yeah, um, I, I think... Uh, 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 Lee Pace as Ronan. Um, you know, we, we've gotten him a couple more times here and there, but I really want to see, like, like that dude has chops, and um, he's also incredibly good-looking and just, like, tall and dashing and, like, could have done a really impressive character, and they brought him in for Ronan, which, like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, but, yeah, Vance Mickelson is a guy who, like, he should be playing Big Bad. He should be playing, like, an overarching, like, Thanos-type villain. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I thought that it was, you know, and, and funny, uh, uh, talking about the humor, um, Dan Harmon is a guy who came in to do, like, punch-up on the script before they kind of finalized it. And, you know, it's Dan Harmon. It's the guy who did Community and, and Rick and Morty and a bunch of other shit like that. Um, like, that was basically his job was to make things a little funnier, a little lighter. Um, I don't necessarily know if that was a good idea, but it was an idea and it was a thing that happened and it doesn't ruin the movie. It just isn't necessarily the direction I would have gone in. Um, I, 
I thought I, I, I appreciate Benedict Cumberbatch as this character. Um, I think his performance has been very good and very consistent, and I knew and I knew it would be when he was cast. But there will always be a sad kind of pall over his casting because this was the first really great opportunity that Marvel had to do a non-white casting. Um, Strange is not someone who, well, one, he already is like pretty swarthy looking, like dark hair, um, kind of olive skin, depending on who's drawing him, um, dark eyes. Like there's no reason in the world you couldn't cast anybody uh, that wasn't just a standard white dude. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of calls for different people to do it. Like, um, Odin Fair was, was one of the big fan castings, um, which funny enough, Odin Fair ended up becoming, he was, he was the voice of Dr. Fate, uh, on Justice League Unlimited, uh, who is the, you know, I mean, technically Dr. Strange came after the fact, so Strange is the Marvel Dr. Fate. Um, but it's, you know, master of the mystic arts kind of guy. Um, but uh, but I, a friend of mine uh, told me that apparently back in like the 70s or 80s, um, Strange like the, the Strange was living in in I think Philadelphia, but specifically he was living in a neighborhood that had a very high Arab population, and it seemed like a very conscious choice on the part of the writers to say this is not just a standard white dude like. Stephen Strange is someone uh, um, that is, of you know, Eastern descent. Middle Eastern uh, POC. Yeah. Like he's yeah. he's like you know he's not he's, he's not fucking Irish. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, and you know there were it will like Pedro Pascal was also the person that got he was getting kicked around. Like I'll watch that fuck guy do anything. Um, Pedro Pascal would have Pedro Pascal would have fucking killed this role, yeah. um, and it's it it is disappointing to have seen such an opportunity like that go to waste. Um, we're almost certainly getting a uh, like Mesoamerican fucking Namor coming up, which is mm -hmm. cool. Um, but like, this is this is one of the times that I I really felt it. Uh, where I was like, you guys, you, it, it was right there. Like, you just had to step up. And fucking, it was didn't not you mention gonna... Benjamin Bratt would have been a really good Benjamin choice? Benjamin Bratt would have been a fucking great choice. Yeah. Um, because that's the thing. The, the look of Steve... Like, Steve Rogers is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white boy. It is He is one of the few characters where his whiteness is actually kind of important in terms of the portrayal of that character. Because he is the Aryan ideal as weaponized against Nazis. That's awesome. That is important. Um, but for the most part, everybody else is some degree of like, I mean, you can go any number of directions. Um, yeah. And what? go ahead. I was going to say, uh, well, uh, while you were saying all that too, I just happened to, to look up when Benedict Cumberbatch uh, was, was actually cast. Uh -huh. And it was before Kevin Feige actually took over for Marvel. He was that. cast in 2014. I mean, like, know. and that's the thing. Too, so, like, if, you were, if you were looking for, like, a human embodiment of, like, a turkey sandwich on white bread with mayonnaise, it's 
It's Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> like he is the whitest of white ever. Like you can't, you can't get any whiter than that than, than that character. Like he, it, it's, <laughs> it just it, it baffles me that those are the choices that they go with with these characters. Yeah, like it's. I'm looking at like some of the other names that they were looking at were Ewan McGregor, Jared Leto, and Ethan Hawke. White, white, white. white yeah. yeah, just real pale folks. Uh, a lot of dudes that need to put on some sunblock. It just <laughs> like Hawk. I'm just. Ugh. I mean, well, I, shit. I, Ethan Hawke's a great actor. I, I'd be no, he's a great actor. No, I'm just yeah. saying, like, just in general, like imagining him as Doctor Strange, just like doesn't sit right with me at all. Like, it was uh, just such a, a, a great opportunity to cast uh, um, a POC, and instead they went with like you know a distillation of. Uh, like English nobility, like they found this very pale dude, um, which again, actually, whoa, he does a great fucking job. And when he was cast, I was like, yep, he's going to do, he's going to do awesome. What'd you uh, you find them, Steve? Actually, the, one of the first people they, they really were trying to get was Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. And I believe Oscar Isaac were also um, both up there for it. And I think Oscar Isaac had to turn it down because of star Wars. I think there was like a scheduling conflict or something like he could he actually couldn't film it, um, which also Oscar Isaac fucking perfect. Yeah. Um, which, hey, I'm happy to see him as Moon Knight. I'm not exactly. complaining yeah. about that. That's going to yep. be fun. Ethan uh, Hawke, too, which is again, yeah, funny enough. Ethan Hawke is, is uh, uh, basically playing the, the more likely playing the villain in that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, as, as far as the movie is concerned, um, I it's it, honestly it's one of my favorites. It is um, has a a much different lead, a different kind of lead than we're used to. Um, uh, you know, he is still somebody who is like you don't want to hang out with Stephen Strange. He's a dick. Um, also, the, like the, God, all the people who are talking about how like oh yeah, I don't think I don't think that's really Doctor Strange in the No Way Home trailer. Do you not remember his appearance in Thor Ragnarok where he's just like casually, you know, uh, chucking him and Thor all across his all across Sanctorum and like doing whatever he wants and being super dismissive of everybody involved. Like he has mm-hmm. Loki just falling for a half an hour in, in, in some fucking abyss because he can like that is Stephen Strange to a T. Mug. Like, prick. Yes. Yeah, like the, the fucking pissing contest in Infinity War between him and Tony. Like, yep. Come on. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's he's he's an, he's a very interesting character. He's one that we don't see a lot of, uh, or like his both him and his type. Um, and I was yeah, I was very thoroughly pleased with uh, uh, that movie and the fact that like the resolution of it isn't through some giant fight. Like, there's a big fucking action sequence, but the actual proper, like, hero-villain showdown is handled in a conversation, basically. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really interesting. Um, it's 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 not he about... smart the villain instead of beating him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't beat you in a... It, I can't beat you in the fight that you want to have. So I'm going to beat you in the fight that you can't top me in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, 100%. 
So there's more to come from Doctor Strange because, God, they seem to be using this guy a lot, which is a good thing. Yeah. Because, honestly, I didn't know much about him other than, like, he's fucking wizard and shit. Like, I mean, that conversation that Bucky and Falcon have about the difference between wizards and um, sorcerers and, like, that shit would kill me. Because, like, he's like, no, 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 no. sorcerers <laughs> have capes. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's kind of how I felt about Doctor Strange. I was like, I know he's important, but I don't really know much about him. Like, you can do some magic tricks and shit, but, like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of where I was with it, because I had tried to watch this movie, like, two or three times prior, and I either fell asleep or just got bored uh like in my previous attempts to like to try to try to watch it yeah. and like until the other day you know i hadn't i still hadn't seen it in its in its entirety and i knew it was something that i wanted to like i that i wanted to see that i had to see um but i didn't like, i didn't feel like I, I, I legitimately missed out on anything having not seen it uh going into like infinity war and endgame and, and and all of that yeah um but i mean like watching this all the way through like it i mean i can easily find a place for this among like my top five marvel films like it's it's i it's it's a really good film and i'm like really disappointed in myself that it took this long for me to actually get around to watching it all the way through because i mean everything you guys have said about it is is completely on the money um, even even the like kind of weird humor stuff that takes place um, over the course of the, the movie. But like it, this was it, it was it, I was really engaged like the entire time. Plus, I was also like I was feeling really trippy because I was like, like, I couldn't imagine watching this movie on some sort of drug or something because <laughs> it would completely just like fuck with my perception, like my my perception considering Wait, like is this, all is this, this the movie or was this the the, the shrooms like, yeah, the fuck? yeah the yeah. whole thing looks like a fucking blacklight poster it is fucking yeah. cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 super trippy but it was it was really good and you know I, I gained a new respect for the doctor strange character and honestly having seen it it, it made his behavior between this and the what if episode it made his behavior in the in the uh the no way home trailer seem like completely on brand you know, it, it really, for me, causing the question, like, what did you think? Like, how is Doctor Strange supposed to be behaving? Like, what's 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 so different between these uh, these other portrayals that you don't you don't see it? Oh, it's because he doesn't have the hair sticking out in front. You know, like we, we have no context for any of this for any of the scenes that we saw of Strange um, in that trailer. And so. And, and we also know Marvel likes to like fake do you know uh, add fake outs in their in their yeah. trailers also. So there's a chance that that scene could play out just totally different in like once we actually even get to the movie itself. Um, but yeah, like I, I really did enjoy it. I mean, I, the, 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 <laughs> I honestly was laughing all through the uh, the final sequence when he kept when he just kept dying. He's yeah. like, no, I'm just gonna, gonna keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoyed Wong. I'm re I'm very intrigued by what um, what's going to happen with Mordo in the sequel. Oh, having yeah. having, having seen yes, having seen the the movie and then like what happens in the in the post credit trailer um, for for Strange. Like I'm really intrigued because you know like I I remember seeing the name come up when people were like you know he's going to pop up during Infinity War or Endgame or something like that. Um, and he didn't, but now I'm like, I'm just intrigued. Like, okay. Like 
there's obviously like a loose end from the first movie that's gonna be in here that's gonna like uh, that should show up in the sequel. And then bite I'm the curious. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm curious how Mordo is gonna is gonna play into this because I mean, we already have a really stacked cast between uh, Scarlet Witch, potentially Loki, potentially. Uh, uh, potentially any other number of characters that are rumored to potentially show up in uh, multiverse of madness too, uh, or multiverse of madness. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious to see where Mordo is going to, where he's going to pop up next and kind of what his role is going to be yeah. um, going forward. Like, is he, is he, I mean, Rambo, you might know, like, is, is he a villain in the comics? Is he an antagonist? Oh yeah, no. Baron Mordo is a straight up uh, strange villain, okay. which is one of those like, I, I I'm so excited you didn't know that because that meant that like that turn for you was a surprise. It, no, um, it completely caught me off guard. That's awesome. Um, no, I I, I uh, watched it knowing like basically like waiting like okay when's it coming, what's gonna happen, what is going to be the inciting incident that makes Baron Mordo go, oh fuck this. Um, because, uh, Baron Mordo, I think, uh, uh, comes, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not super well versed in, in strange lore. Um, but I think he's on the, on that same kind of spectrum as like, um, uh, Steel Serpent and, um, uh, uh, uh fuck, who else? The, 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 the villain that basically should have been the hero as far as they're concerned like they're the person that was like they were in line to get that job and this other person came in and so they become the default villain um which Mordo is, just... is a really interesting take because if you think about it steel serpent um from iron fist and then also baron mordo it's the white boy coming in and saving the day yep. and that is some really 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 <laughs> powerful that is some really fucking powerful playing with like the whole villain. Yeah, he's the villain, but uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Is, is is he the bad guy? Um, yeah, no. Mordo was 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 always like uh, um, a strange villain, and so when he was cast, I was like, "Fuck!" She was a legend of can can do whatever he wants, and then he's playing uh, a a, um, a not not the protagonist, but a supporting character. I was like, "Oh." Well, one of two things is happening. Either A, they're not going to go the villain route with him at all, or B, there's going to be some kind of catalyst for him in this movie. And sure enough, um, we get him being like, you you broke like the one major oath you made everyone else take. Are you serious? Oh, well, this is all this is all nonsense. Okay. Um, and you and you get to see him do the same sort of like um, uh, get basically sort of get to see him play like replay the operative from mm -hmm. um, Serenity, where he's like, no, this is this is not a world meant for people like you or me, uh, and we need to rebuild it. Um, and yeah, fucking righteously ind indignant, uh, Shiotelleshi for Baron Mordo. I am fucking here for that shit. Yeah. I'm so excited to see him do more with that. I um, you reminded me of one of my favorite lines from the movie because you were like, "Yeah, Mordo is a strange villain." And that line that fucking Mad Mickelson has when they're going back and forth and they're fighting, he's like, "What's your name?" Um, <laughs> like, 
Dr. Steven or something like that, or Steven Doctor, like going back and forth. He's like, no, it's strange. He goes, no, no, it's not that strange a name. Like, <laughs> no more strange than anything else. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, he was like totally dismissive of him. He's like, no, it's not that big a deal, man. Don't worry about it. Like, he was like a bad guy, but at the same time, he was like kind of supportive. He was like, no, man, your name's not strange. That, that's, don't say that about yourself. Like, that's the weirdest thing I've heard this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that that's a Dan Harmon line for sure. Like, that, that sounds exactly like something from Community. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Mark Mads Mickelson, which is this very casual sort of like, mm, you know, <laughs> don't condemn yourself like that. Nah, nah, come on, man. Like, you're, I'm gonna gonna murder you right now, but um, still, like, come on, man. Don't do that to yourself. Like, <laughs> um, on that note, we'll be back, folks, soon. Uh, when it comes to the podcasting, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, I'll be gone on vacation. Uh, Rambo's going to be doing uh, some time away as well. Uh, same with, with MC. Um, but we'll come back. We'll be doing some more sports stuff. And honestly, like that episode that we did about Malice in the Palace will probably get put up on the uh, GGR postgame uh, thread as well. Um, but MC and I will, will talk a little sports when uh, Rambo is gone. But um, overall, yeah, there's lots of great stuff that we got coming up. You guys can catch up on all the things that we've done because we talk a lot. So there's lots of podcasts out there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm also going to be working on that episode that I have of Mike Explorers about uh, COVID-19 because that is some fucking killer information that I have in that interview with Stephanie uh, that I can't wait to share with y'all. Um, but stay safe. Like we, we're trying to get through this pandemic. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, like seriously, like it's super easy to do. It's free to do as well. And like. There, I can guarantee you this. After that interview with Stephanie, there is no symptom that is possibly as bad that the vaccine would potentially give you any side effect that is worse than what COVID would do to you. It's just not possible. It doesn't exist. The vaccine is the safest way to make sure that you are safe from this and you don't die. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying not to have more people die. We're trying to save people from getting infected because even if you don't die, the lasting effects from this disease are not fun. We're all hoping that we can get through this. The only way we can get through this is if we do these things. If you wear your masks, if you wash your hands, if you keep socially distant, if you get vaccinated. Because remember, the message that we try to share with every one of these podcasts is together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs>